for Friday, December 24th. It's the Early Word from the WNYC Newsroom. I'm Lance Lucky and for Isaac Davey Aronson with a look at the morning's top news stories and reporting highlights from the WNYC News team. Coming up, Bob Henley says the long-delayed Xanadu project in New Jersey's Meadowlands may be getting back on track and with a new name, which certainly might help. And Jim O'Grady tells us that the MTA's Inspector General is looking into why three of the agency's four major projects are way behind schedule and way over budget. We'll start with the morning's top headlines just ahead. The Early Word is a production of WNYC Radio. You can support this podcast by making a donation at WNYC.org, where you can also get the latest updates on this morning's headlines on the news page. Holiday travelers may notice airport screeners taking a closer look at their empty insulated containers. The Homeland Security Department has alerted air carriers to a potential terror tactic involving containers like thermoses. The alert stressed that there is no intelligence about an active terror plot involving concealed explosives inside such containers. Companies, including some of the largest U.S. banks, reportedly benefited from nearly 10,000 exceptions granted by the government to skirt U.S. sanctions on Iran and other countries. The New York Times reports some companies were permitted to deal with Iranian businesses suspected of terrorist involvement or weapons proliferation. The Environmental Protection Agency is stepping up its battle with Texas over greenhouse gas regulations. The EPA says it's taking the unprecedented step of directly issuing air permits to industries in Texas, citing the state's unwillingness to comply with new regulations. Texas leads the nation in greenhouse gas emissions and industrial pollution. Locally, politicians and 9-11 rescue and recovery workers celebrated passage of the Zadroga Act. Congressman Gerald Nadler said that for nine years there was a question as to whether workers sickened by toxic dust at Ground Zero would be taken care of. With this bill, we answer that question. We redeem the honor of the United States, and we demonstrate that the United States does not forget those who serve it. The Zadroga Act provides $1.5 billion to monitor the health of rescue and cleanup workers and treat illnesses connected to Ground Zero, and it will give the Victim Compensation Fund a $2.7 billion infusion. The funding will partly come from an excise tax on some foreign companies. A judge in Albany heard three lawsuits on behalf of 16 New York City parents and one teacher claiming the state education commissioner acted illegally in approving publishing executive Kathy Black as the new school's chancellor. Scott Waldman, an education reporter for the Albany Times Union, says the first case was argued by Park Slope parent and lawyer Eric Snyder. He's just picking apart the case law. He says if you look at the language, the master's is required or it's equivalent, and she has neither. An assistant state attorney general argued that Black's long track record managing newspapers and magazines gave her enough experience to make up for other credentials. The judge gave no indication of when he'd decide the case, except to note that he's sensitive to the timing. Black is set to become school's chancellor on January 3rd. Low-income New Yorkers are having to make more cutbacks in order to get by. An annual survey by the Community Service Society finds 23% of low-income residents often skipped meals this year to save money. Roughly a third of those surveyed did not fill a prescription because they couldn't afford it, and one in five lost heat, electric, or telephone service because of financial problems. 
In the wake of the growing scandal over the management and cost of a city payroll software program, Controller John Liu is criticizing Mayor Bloomberg. In a letter sent earlier this week and released Thursday, Liu says the city must do a better job of tracking contracts, especially for subcontractors. The city time program was originally budgeted for $63 million, but has since grown to cost more than $700 million. Federal prosecutors have filed charges against six people for allegedly defrauding the city of $80 million. Mayor Bloomberg has said cost overruns are to be expected for large software projects. Meanwhile, Joel Bondi, executive director of the city's Office of Payroll Administration, who was suspended without pay, will resign effective December 31st. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is suspending his layoff plan for 130 employees of public broadcaster NJN. Last month, Christie sent out the layoff notices effective January 1st, saying the state could no longer afford the $11 million annual subsidy it provides NJN. In a statement, Christie said his decision is based on the recent agreement on legislation to move forward with NJN's transition toward becoming an independent broadcaster. It will allow NJN to stay on the air after the first of the year. Several public broadcasters have been involved in discussions to help NJN survive without state funding, including WNET and WNYC. General Electric has agreed to perform the second phase of cleanup on the Hudson River. GE's announcement comes days after the EPA laid out a comprehensive plan for removing PCBs from the riverbed. Scenic Hudson's president, Ned Sullivan, has been working on the issue for 25 years. He says the announcement is a watershed moment. Heralding a day when everyone will be able to enjoy a clean and healthy river, consume its fish, without fear of of adverse health impacts. Sullivan says the cleanup should take six to seven years. GE says it took a $500 million after-tax charge for its fourth quarter to help fund the project. The troubled new Broadway musical Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark is changing the show's final aerial acrobatic sequence known as the net or the web after meeting with representatives from New York State and federal workplace safety agencies. Assemblyman Rory Lanceman chairs the state subcommittee on workplace safety. He says after a performer was hospitalized Monday night, it became clear there were gaps in the theater's safety procedures. While we appreciate that Spider-Man is pushing the envelope in terms of artistry and special effects and these aerial performances, uh, workplace safety is not something that can be achieved by a process of trial an error. Previews of the $60 million production, the most expensive show in Broadway history, resumed last night after the show's producers put new safety measures in effect to assure that several dozen aerial stunts are performed safely. Among them, a requirement that a second person ensure the harnesses used by performers have been put on properly. The MTA's inspector general is looking at why three of the agency's four major projects are behind schedule and over budget by nearly $2 billion. WNYC's Jim O'Grady says squabbling at the agency is a big part of the problem. A new report says project overseers engaged in power struggles with the engineering firm hired to check progress on the agency's four mega projects, like the 2nd Avenue subway. For example, MTA staff sometimes withheld information from the engineers. Other times, engineers filed reports too technically dense to understand. Now the 2nd Avenue subway and the extension of Long Island Railroad to Grand Central Station are five years behind schedule. The Fulton Transit Center in Lower Manhattan is two and a half years late. In total, the projects are $1.93 billion over budget. The inspector general is recommending that the MTA streamline its review process for these and other large projects. For WNYC, I'm Jim O'Grady.
The MTA says it has adopted reforms recommended in the Inspector General's report. The owners of the Mall of America have signed a letter of intent to take over the long-delayed Xanadu project in New Jersey's Meadowlands. WNYC's Bob Henley has more. Triple Five says it's committed to transforming the existing shell in the Meadowlands into a premier tourism, entertainment, and retail destination for locals and tourists. The controversial 2 million square foot Xanadu project has been stalled for years. It was a private-public partnership with the Sports and Exposition Authority, which leased the land for the project. Two successive development teams tried and failed to complete it. Originally, Xanadu was supposed to have an indoor ski slope, a fountain that sprayed chocolate, and a giant Ferris wheel like the London Eye. It was supposed to cost $1.3 billion, but that ballooned to $2 billion. A panel Governor Christie appointed said the sprawling project needed another $800 million to be completed. Christie has said he'd consider some form of public financing to redevelop Xanadu, but says he wants taxpayers to be rewarded for their participation. For WNYC, I'm Bob Henley. Details on Triple Five's plans for the Meadowlands will be released next year. The developer says it will seek community input on a new name to replace Xanadu. We'll wrap it up with the gig alerts. Keyboardist and composer Bernie Worrell is probably best known as founding member and musical director of Parliament Funkadelic back in the late 60s. Worrell has gone on to release a slew of solo material and influence many musicians from various genres. Bernie Worrell performs on Sunday night at Joe's Pub in Greenwich Village. To download this song, go to our culture site. Just click culture at WNYC.org. You can learn more about all the stories you heard here, download more podcasts, and go in-depth with our reporters on the news blog, That's all at our website, wnyc.org. You can hear us there 24 hours a day, as well as on the air at 93.9 FM and AM820. From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Lance Lucky. Have a nice Christmas Eve. (laughs) 